What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Generational Sports. I'm a little tired today, but Josh, how are you doing? Feeling good, man. Joe must have been watching the show last week when, when I told him he needs to stop the cap and give me that stimulus because because it came in. So we, you know what? It. We love that energy. You know yeah. who wasn't? You know you know who must not be watching these shows? Who? The whoever is in charge of Walmart. Okay. Because <laughs> my Xbox is. Nothing. Not a damn thing. What Still do you says, mean? Bro, I ordered these last, no, two weeks ago this Tuesday. So tomorrow, it'll be two weeks since I ordered them, right? You know, you would figure by now you'd have a tracking number, something of that nature. No, 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 no. I go to my purchase history right here. What does it say? I'll tell you what it says. Preparing order. How you been preparing an order for two <laughs> weeks? I need, uh, I'm, I'm a little confuzzled on that one. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it is tough. You know what else is kind of tough, Josh? I got to call you out, bro. What? You're telling me you really thought this man No, it was, was a joke. No, it, it was wasn't. A, you're, you think I seriously believe Chris Evans dropped down to just skin and bones and that during filming was able to put on all that muscle? I'm not stupid, bro. I, and he was like a foot shorter. <laughs> I don't – I think – it was a joke, I, bro. Nah, Come nah. on. Come on. It was, yeah, it was not a joke. It was a joke. I'm you, telling you. Nah. It was you got joke, way bro. too many likes and all that on that. For I didn't get as many as I wanted. I thought that shit was going to pop, bro. I thought that was my viral tweet. <sighs> whatever helps you sleep at night. But whatever. <laughs> uh, before we get into the show, of course, got to give a shout out to the sponsors. So if you're into the betting road, make sure you go over to mybookie, mybookie.ag, and use code USN 100 to double your first deposit up to $1,000, baby. So make sure you go and check that out. Of course, uh, you know, we'll have baseball this Thursday. Uh, we got basketball going on right now. Obviously, March Madness is still around. The NHL uh, fights all the time. So make sure you go and check that out. Place a bet. Screenshot it if you do use our code, though, because if you do this month, you also get entered into our signed jersey giveaway, which is David Montgomery for the month. So make sure you go and check that out. Next up, RX Hemp. I might have to invest in a little RX Hemp myself. You know, I spent the day being a being a mover for my brother. Moved moved from one apartment to another one. So you know, your boy's a little tired. Okay, <laughs> I might need Josh to carry the show. You know, like I usually do. Uh, it's so, cat, bro. It's just uh, another day at the office for me. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, doing nothing. Um, but anyway, <laughs> RX Hemp, if you're a little sore from life or you know you're sore from being a mover, make sure you go and check them out. They got the hot and cold CBD cream, so you'll feel brand new in the morning when you wake up if you're using one of those. Next up, we have the shop. We got Teespring slash source slash unwrapped. Make sure you go check that out. Uh, obviously, unwrapped has all of its stuff. All the shows that are on the live lineup also have merch as well. Obviously, us is us included. We got the mask, we got the shirt, so make sure you go and check that out. You know, Josh, we might have to drop a uh we might have to drop a discount code for the people one of these days. So we should. For we sure. should. We'll, we'll figure that one. Yo, you know what? We were we messed up. We probably should have done it for the 20th episode. Because you know, yeah. but you know, yeah. whatever. Whatever. We'll we'll get there one of these days. You know, maybe yeah. maybe like episode 50 or something. Yeah, something special. Yeah, you know, something something nice for the people. But uh, obviously, make sure you go and check that out on Teespring slash door slash unwrap. Check that out. And then finally, the Patreon, $1 a month. You get to support the team. 
$5 a month, you get entered into a gift card giveaway. You also get 10% off the store I was just talking about. And you get access to our Discord chat. You know, we're talking about everything. Music, sports, games, whatever you want to talk about. That is what we are here for. You're an honorary member of the Unwrap family. And then finally, the $10 tier. You get everything I just said except your 10% discount goes to 20 and you get entered into a, that signed memorabilia uh, giveaway each month. Like I said, this month is David Montgomery. Uh, last month we did Keenan Allen. So hopefully, you know, maybe, you know, hopefully coming up, we do a nice little baseball one. Your boy, your boy can uh, snag real quick. But other than that, we'll get right into it. You guys know how we start this show. Always with the who am I. I think it's my turn to guess. I hope it is because if not, we're not doing who am I this week. But by Josh's face expression, it looks like it is my turn. So, you know how it goes. A minute, you know, 30, minute 20 that we give, you know, each other to guess. After the first hint, I will start the timer for myself. All right. I was drafted in the first round of the 1999 draft. Are we we throwing it back, huh? (laughs) No, I wasn't alive, Josh. I know, man, but it's it's not crazy tough. I played for the Saints, Dolphins, and Ravens. Saints, Dolphins, and Ravens, huh? All right. I'm a one-time Pro Bowler and one-time All-Pro. Damn, you're killing me so far. All right. I have five 1,000-yard rushing seasons. Oh, God. You hit me with a running back. Oh, damn. Think about the teams, man. Early 2000s, Saints and Dolphins. I sh- God, this is going to annoy me. See, because like, my first thought when I hear running back in Saints is Reggie Bush, but that's not it. Nope. Uh, damn, yo, I, I think I know who it is. Shout out Madden, but I don't know his name. I can literally see the card from Ultimate Team, but I don't know his name. I actually picked him because I just picked up that card today. <laughs> oh my god, I know who it is too. What's he's the- he's well known for his use of marijuana as well. <laughs> really. You get, there's like a, a saying that goes like run, blank, run. Ricky? Ricky what? Ricky Williams. <laughs> yes. See, all right, I'm not going to lie. That wasn't the same person I was thinking about. Really? Who are you thinking about? You're thinking I, I, about Ronnie Brown probably. No. I. Oh, my God. Really? Not I, Ronnie I, Brown? He's He has a card in Madden. I'm going to have to look it up because it's going to piss me off. The rest of the show. I just show. picked up a Ricky Williams card in Madden though today. Seriously. Bro, I still can't believe I'm really banned off that game. I, I'm about to sell the Ricky Williams card too. He's trash. Bro, you should sell the whole game because they don't want me. See, I'm hoping though when my new Xbox comes in, maybe I was only banned off the previous gen version. Hey. So, you know, I, when I get to start playing the next gen, I mean, <laughs> you know, maybe we'll see what's happening. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to have to look this up. I'll do that eventually. You know, I was surprised when I saw he had five 1,000-yard seasons because normally when people talk about Rick Williams, they're like, oh, the Saints wasted a top five pick on him. He had four 1,000-yard seasons in his five seasons with them. That's pretty good. Were they? I mean, were they just over 1,000? 
No, he had like 1,200, 1,400, and 1,800-yard season. Honestly, I don't obviously don't remember Ricky Williams that much. Uh, You got to watch his 30 for 30, man, and his football life. Well, I don't know if he has a 30 for 30. It might just be. I was going to say, I feel like, first of all, I didn't think he had a 30 for 30. And second, I never got into into those football life episodes, but I got to do it. I do have to do it because I heard that they're fantastic. Yeah, they're really good. Some of them are really bad, though. You know what's not? You know what's not bad and is always fantastic, though? What? This damn show. So let's get on with it. <laughs> um, of course, we'll go to the NFL first because, you know what? Thank you, football, for always making our lives easier. You just really do. So we'll obviously have to start it off with the trades that went down uh, this past week, I believe it was, uh, in the NFL. So we'll start it off with the 49ers. Now, they get the third overall pick in the draft from the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins then gave up, uh, I think, so the Dolphins, see, this is where it gets messed up because then they went and traded with the Eagles, so they messed everything up for your for your boy. <laughs> but they get San Francisco's first rounder this year, I believe, right? Yeah. They get a third and a third round pick, and then I think they get their first round picks for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Then... They did that, and they were like, you know what? Nah, we're good. So the Eagles had the sixth pick in the draft, and they basically swapped picks. They went from 6 to 12, and then they also got a uh, first-round pick next season. So there's a lot of maneuvering, but this is how it shakes up. The 49ers now have a third pick. The Dolphins have the sixth pick, a Philadelphia fifth-rounder. San Francisco's first and third in 2022 and a first round pick in 2023. And I believe in 2024 as well. Um, And then the Eagles have the 12th pick, a Miami fourth rounder and Miami's first round pick in 2022. So uh, there was a lot of moving around. We'll say that we will absolutely say that. So if you're a little confused, just go on Twitter. Okay. Every Adam Sheffield. Yeah. Rappaport and Schefter break it down yeah, pretty listen. soon. We're just talking head, okay? <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, now you got to get into why the teams do this. So the 49ers have the third pick now. They're still claiming that they love Jimmy G. I still have the who am I thing up. Like, oh, my God. Um, they're still claiming that they like Jimmy G. I don't know why they're trading up. You know, I just – I was just watching SportsCenter before. They had Shanahan and uh, – on, and Lynch on, and they were saying, no, no, we love Jimmy. Like, we know that we can win with him, uh, this down the third. But if that's 100% true, I'm not sure why they're trading up to the third pick unless, you know, they love uh, Panay Sewell. I don't know if they want to go wide receiver. I don't know what the play is other than quarterback at third. But, Josh, what do you think of, you know, typically kind of the craziness that happened, but we'll start it off with the 49ers. Yeah, first off, I don't think I've seen, like, a draft trade involving two top ten picks and even a 12th pick. Like, this – like, it's crazy. It's been Bro, a while. Is it just me or, like, I feel like every single year everybody's like, oh, the NFL draft is going to have so many trades, yeah. this, that, and then nothing happens. The last time I can remember a top three pick getting traded was, wasn't was Mitch, like, number two, Mitch Trubisky. Didn't the I, Bears trade up for him or something? Well, that one, and I, and I obviously remember when the Eagles traded up to number two to get Wentz. They yeah. traded a, a, a ton. I think the Rams traded up to get golf as well. I don't think they had the first round. I don't think they had the first yeah. pick that year. 
No, so, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, to have three teams and it's all like top 10 picks being exchanged, it's crazy. But the 49ers, I mean, why else are you moving up to number three? It's You're giving up a lot for it, too. So unless you think – like, Panay is going to be a really good tackle in the league for a long time. But are you that in love with him that – you have Trent Williams, too. Don't, didn't they I was going to say, Trent isn't Williams? he a left tackle? Yeah, they extended Trent Williams. So unless they plan on just having two amazing tackles to protect Jimmy Garoppolo for the next – 10 years, which is, it's not smart. If you ask me, I think they're, I think they're definitely going with quarterback. I think it's going to be Trey Lance or, or Justin Fields. Cause I do think Zach Wilson's going number two to the jets. I think we'll have three quarterbacks taken one through three. I think they're just throwing that Jimmy thing out there. So they don't have to deal with drama until draft day, just kind of saving them some time. But why else do you trade up for a top three pick? If not for a quarterback, you could have gotten a different package from a different team in the top 10, if you were in love with someone else, but I don't know. I, I think it's just, them trying to save face for now until draft day saying they, that Jimmy's still their guy. And see, the other thing I, that I heard today too was that, you know, it's funny you say Trey Lance or, or Justin Fields. And I heard that they, the 49ers didn't go to Justin Fields pro day, but they're at Mac Jones pro day. And, and there's a lot of smoke about Mac Jones going third overall. So, I mean, the draft could get pretty crazy. Like the only thing that we know for sure is that Lawrence is going one. Like the the Jags, their pick, there's literally no point in even announcing the pick. Like you could give Trevor Lawrence the hat and jersey right now, let him sign the contract, fine, whatever, goodbye. Even two, I mean, I know a lot of people think it's it's the you know Zach Wilson for sure. I I don't think I've heard the Jets like a hundred percent say it, and of course they're not going to. I understand that as well. Did you see how but, crazy people were going over his throw at the pro day the other day? <laughs> see, I don't, I hate that stuff. Sam Darnold made that exact throw in game. <laughs> it's not even that. I just hate pro days. I think pro days are the absolute dumbest thing. They do fun. nothing. They, they do don't do anything. Nothing. Like oh it's yeah, playing bro. catch with your teammates. Exactly. It's just playing catch with your teammates. They're they're running around. It's literally backyard football. They're running around yeah. in shorts. Throwing no to people that with no defense. Yeah, like, I don't know. Pro Days never really did anything for me. I know some people, you know, fall in love with that stuff. It, it doesn't thrill me. Uh, I know that might hurt some feelings, but, you know, whatever. Uh, pro Days aren't for me. But, I mean, I think the popular opinion is is uh, Wilson, too. Does it actually happen? I mean, we're going to find out on draft day. Maybe the Jets want to, you know, surprise the world and take somebody else. But – I, you know, I think three is really going to be up in the air now because I think you now have three quarterbacks in play. Obviously, I think everybody thought that it would probably be Fields or Lance, but obviously now the rumors with Mac Jones. I mean, it's it's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah, it's I don't know Mac Jones. You know, I have I can't remember an Alabama quarterback that has been good. AJ McCarron was really good at Alabama too. Awful in the NFL. Hertz was really good at Alabama too. We haven't seen anything from him. Tua. Haven't seen anything special from him. Mac Jones had a great season, but he also had two receivers that are going to go in the top ten as well. So it's and a running back that's going to be a first round pick. So I don't know. I think he's good. I think he's the most outside of Trevor Lawrence. I think he's the most NFL ready quarterback in this draft. But that doesn't mean he's going to be the second best or third best quarterback out of this draft. I would take all the other guys over him. So. I don't know. They could love him just because of his, you know, maturity and his ability to play right away. But I, taking him three, I think, is just a reach. See, that's the thing, though. I wonder if, 
I wonder if that is why they do like him because, you know, the NFL ready thing. I don't know if Kyle Shanahan really wants to sit there and have to groom another quarterback in a certain way. So, you know, you look at Matt Jones, like you said, Alabama quarterbacks really don't have this success. Um, you know, it was funny that you mentioned that because I was reading something on Twitter and somebody was like, well, when's the last time an Alabama quarterback's like actually won a Super Bowl or something like that? I can't and, think of it. Bro, I, th- I think I read in the comments that it was only Joe Namath. <laughs> really, Joe Namath? <laughs> like, Hollywood. so, I mean, we're, we got a long list of, of Alabama quarterbacks that have definitely not panned out or definitely just haven't reached, you know, the also, top goal in the NFL. The 49ers can cut Jimmy Garoppolo next season and not owe him any money. They don't owe him any money next year. So maybe they're doing that because they also are going to have to wind up paying Fred Warner, I think. I think they got to pay Bosa. They got to pay a lot of dudes next season. So they could just be gearing up to have Jimmy start this year, have a rookie on the bench, and then say goodbye to Jimmy, just cut him. Because, I mean, not owing him any money, it's kind of hard to be like, yeah, we'll keep him on the team and give him 20-plus mil, and you could just cut him and, and sign your real guys. Yeah, you know, I think that's pro- I think that's probably what they're leaning to. I think that they're going to end up drafting the quarterback, and like you said, I think they'll probably sit on the bench. They'll probably play during you know some point in the season because you know even last year Jimmy Garoppolo was hurt all the time. I think he only played in six games. He went three and three in those games. He, the the quarterback that they draft is going to end up playing, in my opinion. But it, you know, like we said, it depends on what quarterback it is. And I mean, I think I think Fields would fit the most there. Um, like I said. College isn't my thing, so I, I can't sit here and really tell you guys like, oh yeah, I would, I would 100% pick this person over the last. But I don't know. I just feel like the mobility that Fields brings. I feel like you put that in in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Uh, he's made some. He, he's been pretty solid on deep ball accuracy. I've seen some some highlights from him on that. So, I mean, maybe maybe that's the play. But I think we're all gonna find out obviously on draft day, and uh, this trade made everything a lot more interesting. Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm excited for this draft. A lot of talent coming. And like when we interviewed Trey Wingo, like you said, this this is a draft where you have no idea what you're going for because of the lack of tape, the lack of you know games played. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, the other thing that obviously happens is that, you know, from this trade, the Dolphins would move back to 12 because they, they had to swap those picks uh, with San Francisco. But then they moved back up to six from Philly. So the question is, is Tua still their guy? And and let me see if you think I'm 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 weird here. I think Tua is their guy for right now. I think that this is what they're gonna do. They're gonna draft a wide receiver, or if uh, Kyle Pitts is there, they're gonna draft him. And then I think by Thanksgiving, if Tua, because I mean at that point. You gotta succeed if you're Tua. Like you literally oh, yeah. have to. You have Devontae Parker, you have Will Fuller, you're gonna have whatever draft pick they give you because I think it's gonna be a skill position player. Uh they have like 65 running backs, <laughs> so they're pretty solid on that end. The, the line isn't bad. Uh they got rid of Fitzpatrick, so nobody's breathing down your neck now. It's literally it is your show, Tua. Take it over. And I think that they're gonna draft a skill position player. I think. That by Thanksgiving, if if you know they're a mediocre team, uh, I think that's when you're going to start hearing the rumblings of you know them moving on, and then maybe next year. I don't know, obviously, what the quarterback you know <laughs> draft looks like next season, 
But I think that that they move on or, you know, even in that situation, keep him for one more season and then move on the next year. I mean, you're not paying rookie quarterbacks anything. So you can kind of, you know, maneuver it that way. But what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think Tua's window for, you know, becoming the franchise guys, it's not the same as a guy like Herbert or Burrow who had really good rookie seasons. He's in a situation where he, the games he did start, he got benched for not being able to to put game winning drives together and all that. So I think he, I think if the Dolphins, what they should do is give him this whole season because, I mean, you spent a top ten pick on him. You got to at least give him a year of starting to see what he can do with the full season, and then before his Josh trade Rosen value. Says sure. <laughs> I wish uh, Josh Rosen got done dirty, man. But that's bro, that's so dirty. Like I Never. went back and and watched. Because somebody posted on Twitter like the highlights of him against the Patriots, bro. He was throwing low key dots, and yeah, they he, were just dropping him. He never got a fair chance, man. He he got benched twice on two different teams that were trash, and then the league was just like, "We're done with you." And then when the Patriots put him on his on their practice squad, I was hoping he'd get a chance, but he never really got one. But uh, for the Dolphins, if Tua doesn't perform well this year, his trade value is gonna gonna drop so much, and he's still young, sort of. So if he's not your guy, if you don't see it in him this year, you got to look to trade him and get what you can out of him before you just cut him. So I think this – I agree with you. This is a prove-it year for him. He has to – and it's only his second year, and it's tough to say it's a prove-it year for him, but it really is because the Dolphins are in a situation where they need a franchise quarterback because the rest of their team is pretty solid at all the other positions. They're, they're pretty solid everywhere else. It's just that quarterback you saw Fitzmagic could do with them almost made the playoffs, so – if they can find that quarterback in the draft, they're going to take it. They're not going to wait on Tua to develop because he should be developed by now. It's not like he's some super young quarterback who's never had moments on a big stage in college. So I think he needs to prove himself this year big time. Yeah, this is this is kind of his opportunity, like I said, because you know if you draft him a skill position player, he's going to be surrounded by talent. The defense is still going to be pretty solid. Uh, you know, Flores does a great job with that team, so – if you're Tua, it's kind of your time to shine right now or, you know, in, in a couple of years he might be a backup or, or looking for a job somewhere else. Uh, and then it'll be another Alabama quarterback that, that uh, falls to the NFL world. But speaking of more Alabama quarterbacks, uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously, Philly trades outside of the top ten. There were some rumblings before that that they might go quarterback, which well, – all right, Howie Rosen. I'm gonna give you a word of advice here, bro. And listen, I'm just some some dumb kid. I don't know nothing, right? But you just paid Carson Wentz a boatload of money, and then you know Nick Foles goes and wins you a Super Bowl, and you put a statue of him outside of your franchise quarterback's you know stadium. So that's strike one. We'll, we'll say that. Strike two is. After you give him this money, you trade away Nick Foles. You're like, you know what? This is your team. We believe in you, Carson Wentz. You're a god. But, but we're going to go draft a quarterback in like this second round. That's strike two, buddy. <laughs> and I mean, I could give you a strike three for that trade because I cannot believe that they traded out of the sixth spot and only got one first round pick out of it. Like I I how do you not get at least like a first, you know, throw me a third and a fourth as well. So I'm like I need something. You yeah. saw what the Dolphins got for the third pick. Yeah. I mean, come on. But anyway, 
So I'm going to give you a half strike on that one, even though I think it's a full strike. Howie, brother, you can't draft a quarterback. You, you can't. You're going to do the exact same thing you just did to Jalen Hurts, or you just did to Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts. Like, you, you, there's no way they do it, right, Josh? There's no way. We can't do this again, right? Hey, man, I don't know. I do not know. I was surprised last year when they took Hurts. It's and I don't think they're in love with Hertz either. So they could just be like, hey, we're at the 12th pick. If one of these guys are available, let's take our shot, even though your your uh, receivers are, who is it, like Greg Ward and I, I Travis Fulgham? I honestly don't know. I <laughs> no longer don't know. Like Dallas Goddard is their number one weapon. So Zach Ertz is trying to get traded up out of there. Yeah. it's They can't go quarterback. You just really can't. With the state your team is in, how quickly they're aging – you need help at other positions. Give Hurts the season. Like, you drafted him. Let him play. Don't go get someone else to try to take his job when everything around Hurts is awful. Give him some help. So hopefully that's what they do. But knowing the Eagles, probably going to see, like, Mac Jones and Jalen Hurts battle it out for the starting job. Oh, my God. Could you? Well, first of all, see, here's my thing. In a weird way, I would love that for t- to happen just because can you imagine the reaction from Philadelphia <laughs> Twitter, sports Twitter fans? Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, I know it's the thing that everybody says, which also annoys me because, like, it's overplayed at this point. But, like, they booed Santa Claus. Yeah. How do you boo Santa Claus? <laughs> I mean, the man is bringing your presents year-round, kids. Or not year-round, but for a day. But he's working year-round, and you're booing the man. So, I mean, if they draft a quarterback after just drafting Hurts, the, the explosion that will go on in Philly might be seen from the International Space Station. Oh, yeah. It's quite possible. Now, with that being said, we'll put the quarterback question to the side for a quick second. If you're the Eagles, I'll, I'll let you be happy, even though you already got three strikes in my eyes, but two and a half and maybe in the world's eyes. What are you doing at, at that 12th pick now? Uh, I think you go – there's some offensive linemen that could be available. My dog's chewing on a bone and rubbing against the wall. It's pissing me off. But I think that there's some offensive linemen that are going to be available that are really good too. And we all know how Carson Wentz suffered from that offensive line last year. They forced, you know uh, – now I'm forgetting uh, – freaking – What's the left tackle's name? Oh, Jason, the ghost of Jason, Jason Peters. Peters. Jason Peters. I was going to say Trent Peters. I was like, that's not right. The ghost <laughs> but, of Jason Peters, baby. Yeah, they forced him out of retirement, and then he got injured a bunch, and Carson just got killed all year, and so did Jalen Hurts. So I think if an offensive lineman is available that you're confident in, you take one of those. Maybe you get a, a secondary type of player since you lost – since you only have Darius Slay back there now. So that's all you really have over there. Uh, I think – I just think something other than quarterback, literally any other position. Even if they go after, like, if Kyle Pitts is available, you can at least spread him out wide. You can at least put him at receiver. But if they go quarterback, it's just anything but quarterback, really. That's just, that's all you got to do. I really would love to hear from Eagles fans of, like, what they want to happen at that 12th pick. Um, I feel like, listen, I know that the smart pick is probably the offensive lineman, somebody in the secondary, uh, you know, maybe a line. See, here's my thing, too. Like, you traded out of the sixth pick, and in my eyes, you do that because you want, you know, more draft capital because you realize that you have a lot of holes in your team. And they still only got that first-round pick. 
Like, at least if you're going to trade out of it, get, like, a couple picks because then you can, you know, start repairing the team. Because I think me and you can both agree on this, that one pick for the Eagles is not changing anything. No. Like, this is not basketball. Like, you know, basketball fans, football fans, like, this is where you really got to just draw the line down the middle. Like, you drafted LeBron James to the Cavs, and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs going to the finals all the time, whatever, this, that, and the third. If you you can do whatever you want in the NFL, you could draft. You know the Jags are going to draft Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick. He's been you know highly praised, best quarterback since John Elway coming out of college. Andrew Luck, this, that, and third. There is no chance that the Jags make the playoffs next year. Hey man, I don't know. all right, maybe not no <laughs> chance, but they, you know, no, I, I don't think they got a chance. It'll be rough. Yeah. It'll be rough. But like like I said, the Eagles have so many holes, but I think I would go with the wide receiver. Like in a way, you gotta see what Jalen Hurts can do. So if you give him that number one target, you give him somebody that can, you know, get separation. Um I, I mean, I don't know who's gonna be left at that spot. Because obviously we think, oh gosh, who's that LSU wide receiver? Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jamar Chase will probably be gone by then, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Uh Waddle would probably be gone by then. People, Devontae Smith is really good. And they're no, no, see, him, yeah, like, that was the thing I was getting to. Like, Devontae Smith just won the Heisman. Yeah. And, and, people, and like, and, and like I said, Josh, I don't, maybe you watch, and I'm sure you do, more college football than me. I have no idea why everybody is like, stop talking about him. Is there a reason? I don't know why. I think the Heisman is used against players a lot because, I mean, think of the last Heisman winner that was like, all of them that have failed, like Johnny Manziel failed, you know, a lot of guys have failed that have Hams won the highest. You know? Shut your mouth, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your mouth. But I don't know what they use against him. I think Waddle gets a lot of praise because we didn't get to see him fully play because he had that leg injury all year. He didn't really get to put on his full skill set. I literally think it's his, his weight. I don't know. He's he's a beast. Dude is an absolute monster. He had two full games in two quarters against Ohio State, like, he put up like 200 yards in each quarter and then sat out the rest of the game. It's He's a monster. So if he's available past 10, that's a steal. Because I think he's the second. But actually, I'd take him over Jamar Chase. I think Devontae Smith is the best receiver in this draft than Jamar Chase, than Waddle. But I don't know why he gets so much hate right now. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, the only thing you heard coming out of Alabama. My fault, the Patriots. Team. My fault, the Patriots. Man. Listen, don't get me excited, okay? <laughs> well, see, here's my problem, right? That means if he falls to the Patriots that he's bad. No, because only no. the Patriots would draft a bad wide receiver. He's not. If the Patriots get him, that'll be the first time Bill selects a good skill position player. You know, I just, I just gotta disagree. Him and Cam would be. I know amazing. for a fact. Well, first of all, Cam would actually have to get it to him, and that's Why problem. You, man, I hate one. that. I hate that. You guys act like Cam has a noodle arm, bro. He's not. No, no, he does it's not, not have the noodle, noodle arm. arm. No, 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 it's not the noodle. It's the fact that he doesn't know where the noodle's leading them. Yes, he does, man. You act like every throw is just 30 yards too high or too low. It's Listen, all I know is the man had Calvin Benjamin, who was like six. Stop nine. it. Do not no, start whoa, whoa, with that. No, 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 Do not no, no. start with that. Calvin Benjamin ben was, was like, not as good as you're giving him credit no, for. No, no. I know he wasn't that good. But he was Trash. still like 6'5 and could jump, and he was still being overthrown. Yeah, and then the following year he was injured, and Cam led the league in scoring with Bretton Burson and an old Jericho Cotri. No, Jericho Cotri, don't ever disrespect him, bro. Uh, shut up. And an elite Greg Olson. Oh, my God. Shut up. That Greg was Olson was elite. actually run, too. Yeah, I missed that, Cam. 
That was before that was you know he crashed his truck. Yeah, before all the injuries happened. Whatever. But um, yeah, I th- I think that they should, the Eagles go should I mean should go wide receiver at twelve. Knowing them, like I said, I would love to hear from Eagles fans. Knowing them, I mean they'll go draft Mac Jones or some weird nobody like safety or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's weird. Like I feel like we don't put the Eagles in like the, like the badly run category. Cause like in a way they aren't like, cause like they won a been, Super Bowl recently. That's why it's tough to be like they're They, they can't run a team. But you see, here's my other thing too. I think the worst argument in sports is saying that a team is, is badly run. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing because I'll tell you right now, if the Patriots for the next 10 years go 5 and 11 or actually they would have to go 5 and 12 now because the NFL just uh got that 17th game in now which Alvin Kamara is not very happy about if you saw that on Instagram but whatever um all of a sudden they'd be oh yeah the Patriots are a terribly run team and what have we heard for the past 20 years if you want to run a team you do it like the Patriots it's literally only if you win if you win you're automatically a great like living in New York the Giants Oh, you got to look up to the Giants. They run so well, blah, blah. The only thing I've heard about the Giants the last 10 years or since whenever that last Super Bowl was, yeah, actually 10 years, um, is that they're terrible. You're like, oh, the Giants are so badly run. Like, well, you you were just in love with them. You yeah. literally just wanted to marry them. Yeah. And a lot so, of these teams, too, like, like I understand saying they're badly run if there's new ownership and new management and all that. But when it's the same owners that won you a couple Super Bowls and the same management that won you a couple Super Bowls, you can't be like, it's badly run now just because you're losing. It's like, no, the team just ass. Like, it just happens. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if we get two or three years into this and now and, and people start saying that the Patriots are badly run, I'm fighting somebody. <laughs> I'm going to be the one that brings it up, too. <laughs> I hope you are because I said I want to fight you anyway. I think we can't do anything good. Whatever. This guy's crazy over here. Oh, man. MVP, man. MVP. <laughs> well, you know what? Oh, let's go to Christian. Panthers getting fields at eight because the NFL is racist. What, is, what does what? that even mean, Christian? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Christian, what? That even mean, bro. Because all the white, I think he means all the white quarterbacks got to go before him. Lawrence Wilson, Mac Jones. That'd be weird if that happened, man. And then he said Mac at three is white privilege. (laughs) That I kind of agree with that, man. No way that man should be a top three pick. It just shouldn't happen. You know what? Now it's going to be so funny if Mac if Mac is just all of a sudden the best quarterback that comes out of this draft. Yeah, that'll, that'll hurt me because I've, I've talked a lot of crap about him already this show. So <laughs> that'll be bad. And you're going to be like, damn, bro, we really drafted Justin Fields. I wish we could have gotten Mac Jones. No, if we draft Justin Fields, I'll, I'll be happy for the pick, and I can never take back that that's the pick I prefer. But obviously, it's like, damn. Like, I took Mitch Trubisky when Patrick Mahomes, and they were all right there. Yeah, Yo, for real. Bro. Yo, Christian, don't underestimate my 40, bro. 40 don't matter, man. Look at your father. Worst 40 time ever. You know, well, I, I had no idea where you were going with that at first. I, I could really, tell by your face. You were like, I was really, my dad. I was really, I was, I was, <laughs> as some would say, I was, I was confuzzled. I was puzzled. <laughs> I was confused in all those. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Brady looked like a, Brady looks like one of those toddlers that are kind of running around. You know how they kind of just like waddle yeah. around and, and they usually <laughs> fall. Like that's, I mean, hey, whatever. 
I'll look at Christian. Three cone drill matters. Yeah, Everyone scouted. Had a terrible. That's that was one of the worst three cone drills I've ever seen. And everyone was like, "Nope, he can't. He he's not going to be good in the league because of it." Just you know what? Washed. I was one of the people that didn't believe in DK too much, but that was just because. You know, how did you look at that man and be like, he's not going to be good? Here's my thing. I, when it comes to the draft, I listen to people who are smarter than me because I don't watch college football. So I can't really have the opinion unless, you know, I've seen them play like Trevor Lawrence. Even I can agree that that man is just, he's just a monster. Like I've seen the Clemson national championship games. That's all the film I needed. I mean, I'm good, but I mean, I'm just saying like, I, I was all I was hearing was that he can't run routes, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess that means he's not going to be very good in the NFL." Connie hates when his wide receiver emasculates him. That's Listen. why you love Amendola and, and Edelman. No, see, I was going to say I, I wouldn't know because all my wide receivers are like five <laughs> ten white dudes. Chris Hogan, yeah, like Chris Hogan was was out here playing lacrosse, <laughs> and Bill was like, "Yo, why don't you come join the team?" He was he was important though. Like he made some oh, crucial you catches. Remember you remember the uh AFC championship game or yeah. division against the uh the the Steelers? Yeah, he was I a think, beast, I think he had like I think he had I wanna say three touchdowns. And then he two came or, to Carolina and did he had like two hundred yards. Oh what a man. What a guy came to Carolina, stole our money and did nothing. I don't even know what team he's on right now. Wasn't he on the Jets last year or something? I, don't th- I feel like it was a weird – I want to say he was on the Bills. That's what nah. I was just thinking too after I said that. Was he? No, that it was, was – a weird – it was like a weird – I think we're team. just listing teams with white receivers now. Because that's Cole Beasley. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the Vikings with my man uh, Adam, Adam Thielen. <laughs> yeah, I just need to see a white corner in the NFL, bro. There is one. No, Ooh. he's just – there is one on the Jets, actually, on the Jets. A like, corner, like a full look, corner. Look it up. Look up uh, Jets white corner. <laughs> he'll pop up. I promise <laughs> you. I promise you he'll pop up. Ooh, this is a good question, Christian. What's the dream draft pick for both of your teams? It used to be not a draft pick at all. You know, it used to be Deshaun Watson, but now I don't even want him near my team. Bro, that uh, – Deshaun Watson stuff got real serious because, like, now there's, like – IGDMs like leaking out. Hey man, at first when it was like three women, I was like, eh. The timing is weird. Bro, now there's like women, tw- bro. there's like twenty women leaked like, DMs. He's apparently like deleting messages from Instagram. Like, bro, eh. like bro, yeah, that, I don't want that. Bro, did you hear like anymore. the story though? I heard the one about the massage parlor, but where like he like. Took his towel off. Yeah, yeah, I heard it. Yeah, that that's Watson. Yeah. My dream draft pick now. Uh, I I don't know. Really, there's no dream draft pick. I want Justin Fields or Trey Lance, one of the two, if they're not gone. So those are the two. I would want Zach Wilson, and obviously, if Trevor Lawrence somehow falls, that'd be amazing. But just well, a I mean, quarterback. hey, is your dream draft pick? Hey, then Trevor Lawrence, but overall, just a quarterback. Just not Mac Jones. Just not Mac Jones. Just give me a quarterback. See, originally my dream was Kyle Pitts. But then we went out and we got, you know, Hunter Henry and John New Smith. So it threw me for a loop for a little bit. But now I think if I had a dream, and I'm saying this strictly because I drafted him on my online Madden franchise league and I made him like a 99 in one season. 
is Jamar Chase. Oh, that'd be a good fit. Like I, I draft. Yeah, you know, see, listen, this is what I did because you know, when when the Patriots come off a bad season, which I've never seen in my entire life, I was a little upset. So I went on, you know, the good old Xbox, loaded up Madden, I traded for the number one and number two overall pick, <laughs> and drafted Trevor Lawrence and Jamar Chase, and just and turned everything around. It was it that, was a beautiful time. Won a couple be, Super Bowls. Oh. That'd be amazing, man. Imagine if that's what they did instead of all the signings somehow pulled off that trade. I, is that the is that the receiver? I think that might be the receiver. I think he is a receiver. Isn't, he's the. I think he's not from like know, a. Honestly, team. that might be the one that my that my friend is obsessed with. I gotta check, Christian. What do you think about? Man. I saw a report earlier about uh, like next year's draft class, and there was like a lineman from a low D one school. What do you think about that? Yes, Rondell Moore. Bro, he's 5'8", 180. He got a four, he ran a four two nine. 42 and a half inch vert and it had and it can squat 600. 429 and squat 600, man. And has a 42 and a half inch vert. But we got to see the cone. We got to see the three cone drill. That's you know really what? the that's the I, one. I mean, I'm looking can. at this guy right now. That's the Bill. one. That's I the know. one. Yeah. It's that'd be I don't know. I just think you guys need to go skill position still. I saw a report earlier and they were like talking about like prospects for next year's draft, and there were some linemen. From like a school I don't even know, and I'd be betting on weird schools. But they said that he was supposed to be like a top three pick. And apparently, he's really good, but he just doesn't play at a high school. I didn't know if you saw that or not. Well, you know what, Christian, you get back to us. You get back to us. But speaking of getting back to things, we'll go over to your reigning and defending Super Bowl champions. The Bucks, actually, believe it or not, are the first team. I believe in the Super Bowl era to get all 22 of their starters back from the previous year. Now, how did it happen? I have no idea. Because I think everybody and their mother came on, you know, every talk show that was available and was like, yo, there's no way. The Bucs are going to lose this person. The Bucs are going to lose that person too. Like, what are they going to do? Who are they going to end up keeping? And they said, you know what? No, thank you. We're going to keep everybody. So it doesn't matter. Uh you know what, Josh? We'll go on. We'll go for. We'll go with the percentage scale on this one. Zero to a hundred. Obviously, shout out Drake. Well, what percentage do you give them of repeating? One hundred. Really? I really don't. I I can't see them not repeating. I mean, they're coming off of a regular season where they weren't that good. They weren't that good in the regular season, and then in the playoffs, they just turned it on. I think they're just gonna do it all over again. It's. They're going to finish as not the first seed in the NFC. They're going to have to probably play a wild card game, but they're just going to no. blow oh, through okay, everyone. Yeah, never so I kind of forgot that they added the extra team. Yeah. So I thought you were going to say they were a wild card team, and I got very concerned. No, for they're going to have to. They're going to have to play it, but they're they're not going to be a wild card team. But then they're just going to coast through it again. And I mean, it's Brady. It's it's Father Time. He can't. He he's undefeated. So it's just. I can't see them losing, and I just really can't. Plus, they're probably going to pull off some crazy good draft pick too, like in the late round or something, get someone that's going to play a crucial role out of nowhere. <laughs> also, I saw Skip Bayless say he wouldn't trade Scotty Miller for Odell. Like how that's cap. Like how dumb do you have to be to say you that? You know, that's one of those situations where you're looking for views. I like I usually that. tend to see. I usually tend to like disagree with people that say like all like mainstream people only do things for views, and like they do sometimes. Like that would be an example of one of them. But I think other times they genuinely mean things that they say. 
Skip, I mean, that man should not have got that that contract he got. Our no, man secured the Brinks truck for real. For all he does is shit on LeBron and talk nonsense about football, bro. Why can't we get a bag like that? Maybe we should start talking like that. I mean, I already do. You're the one that has to kiss You're LeBron's right. feet. <laughs> no, I don't kiss. Oh feet, yeah, bro. I just say you that take, it's pretty impressive you take when you each sandal off one You're by weird, one. Bro. And go down each little piggy. You, you kiss Tom Brady on his that. lips. You kiss Tom Brady on his lips, man. All right, I'd rather do that than, than feet, bro. You're gross, bro. Nah. Feet? No, you're disgusting. A quick, a quick peck on the foot versus making nah, out you're with like, Tom Brady, bro. You know, no, you're I think fucking you're gross. Out feet, though. That's what I'm saying. It's a quick peck. You're no, 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 getting no, you're, that mouth no, no, all no, above. I think, I think, in fact, you're even cleaning between the toes. No, that's way worse. Then that means you got to have like sex with Tom Brady. Then if you're gonna go that far. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> if you're gonna go that far, listen. Any, listen. I'll say this: you do anything with feet, immediate twenty-year prison sentence. I agree. I agree. Also, if you eat ass, people poop out of there, bro. That is where feces All come right, from. Bro. But like, that is there's where feces. ways to clean that. You know. Shut up. up. Connie East ass confirmed. Damn. Bro, shout out Christian, you know, man, with his boots. Well, Christian is that, like, Christian is you know? like, you know, happens. You know, it just, <laughs> that's it Christian just happens that you it's, put That's your, Christian your... for you. That's Christian for you. What are you going to say? If he says he eats ass, you're like, ah, okay. <laughs> like, I do it. <laughs> like, that's and, it. And you enjoy feet, so I just accept it. I don't enjoy feet. <laughs> I, I think, think that's are disgusting. Uh, you know what? Uh, we, well, I'm going to have to get to stop the cap right now because I think you really We can't. Feet. So stop the cap and quit painting me as this guy because feet are fucking gross. You're a big feet guy. <laughs> I am not. I fucking hate feet. What are you <laughs> trying to do here? What's your goal, bro? <laughs> I'm just saying that you're a big feet guy. <laughs> How, where, where, Where is this coming from? It's just, you know, a, a quick thought that I had. You're a big feet guy. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and debunk that theory. No, I already have, man. There's no no. It's I've seen the- some. Yo, listen, I've gotten into contact with with some of the people that that know you in life. They've oh, sent really? me photo proof. Oh, do you even know that? You don't even know the town I live in. <laughs> listen, that's not important. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do. No, it's not. All you gotta do is go through your following list on Instagram or Twitter. No, you don't. Well, my Instagram is private, and my Twitter, you're not gonna. I don't follow anyone. Who said I don't follow your IG, bro? I did because I know you don't. Now you don't know that. I do know that. Maybe I made a Smurf account. And you see, now you got to check. Now you don't even I'm know. I'm not checking. I'm not checking. Yeah. Okay. I'm not checking. Okay. You're crazy, bro. Shut your mouth. What's Whatever the next topic? What, what are we on next? What are we on next? You're listen, I think top. the Bucks. I'll give them. Well, listen, repeating is very hard, as we saw uh, from the Chiefs. All right, see, here's my question. Are we saying repeating just going back to the Super Bowl or they got to win? Winning it. Winning it all. Bro, winning it, I'm giving them like a like a 30. 30%? It's just so hard. Okay, so who do you who do you think? You think the Chiefs beat them then, right? No, no, no. It's not even that. I just think it's just so This is the difficult. best. This is the most talent Brady's ever had around him consistent, and it's – it was the same last year, and it's he's got them all back. And technically, it's going to be even better because even uh, better because uh, who is it? Oh my God, who's the tight end? Oh, uh, OJ Howard. Yeah, OJ Howard's he'll back be, now. Yeah, he'll be back, man. It's yeah. Come on now. I don't know. I just feel like it's such a hard thing to do to repeat. So, listen, I think thirty percent is still like a very good chance. I don't know, man. I think it should definitely be higher. They bring right, everybody back. 
everybody back. Like oh, you said, that's 45. never been done. 45. It's never been done. And they have draft picks still. No, no, no. I'll, I'll say this. I'll give it 49 because I have a lot 49. of faith, but I just can't give them the edge. Yeah, I'm giving them 100, but I'm probably going to bet on them to win it all. Once I see who they draft because I feel like it's going to be a sneaky good pick, and then I'll be like, yep. I yeah. can't wait for this Bucks patriots Super Bowl, bro. Oh, my God, man. That'll be amazing. Cam versus Brady. Oh my! God. I would bro, see. Here's my here's my thing, right? If that happens, who am I supposed to root for? Well, because I love no, no. But here's no, no. And like, well, you're not even a real Patriots no, fan. All right, so well, first I think of all, you, 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 you didn't let me explain bus. myself because I knew that was coming. <laughs> see, I would love the Patriots to win. Obviously, my team got them on my wall over here. Are they? Are they? I, they're my team. Shut up. Are they? Brady's my guy. Brady's my, you know, you're LeBron, you know, the person you kiss their feet to. Anyway, <laughs> um, that's that's my guy. And the other thing that would annoy me is you being happy because Cam won a Super Bowl. Oh, man. That'd be – why so can't like, we share that, like, as happiness no, no, together? No, no, why do we have to hate sudden, each other? No, because then all of a sudden you would be like, yo, I told you Cam's the greatest quarterback since, like, ever. But and I never be- said that, and I will never say that. No, but you Trey just, Wingo. Trey Wingo approved my point. You talk too much well, shit listen, about Prime Cam Newton. Listen, that's you know that's what? yours. No, I love having yours. Trey. I loved having Trey on the show. Have him back anytime. Anytime he wants to come on, Trey, you're wrong. He's you're, he's you're wrong. dumb, man. You're you're still on that. He was wrong. <sighs> you're I'm just, just saying he was wrong. Oh my god. Now let's get into some things that are even more wrong because I'm sure you'll rank these wrong as well. Uh, you know, some free agent signings, and we're going to rank them best to worst. Sammy Watkins to Baltimore, Deshaun Jackson to the Rams, and Matt Breida to the Bills. I'll let you go first. I think number one, Matt Breida to the Bills. Uh, I like Matt Breida. I think he I think he was stupid when he was basically yelling at the 49ers for not paying him. Uh, I think he's going to be solid there because Devin Singletary is – He's just not who they thought he was going to be. I think Breed is an upgrade from that. Then I'll go Watkins. I would put Watkins one, but I don't think he's going to be healthy again. I think he's going to have another year of injuries, be on the sideline a lot. And I just don't think he's going to be productive. And Deshaun Jackson to the Rams, I could see it being helpful, you know, because you have two good receivers around him in Cup. And uh, Robert, Robert Woods is still there, right? I'm not yes. crazy. Yes, he is. All right. So, and Matt Stafford is, you know, he's a really good quarterback. So I think, you know, Deshaun Jackson, he's not going to be some, you know, leading receiver on the team, but he's going to get a couple of touchdowns on some deep balls, you know, be a be a helpful part. But he's older. He's not the same DJX we know. Plus, you know, he has the best punt return of, of all time. So he's not the same guy he was. So Best of all time. That game winner against the Giants, man. Probably Muffed what about it. um oh my and then God, the no, Tom Coughlin know. interview? Bro, Devin Hester, come on. He has kick returns, not punt returns. He didn't do punts? He did punts, but Deshaun Jackson muffed it, game winner. He taunted him running down the field. Bro, man. did, did uh, not really, I forgot his name. Patrick Peterson? No, the guy I just said. Devin Hester? Bro, he had a kick return in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. I said punt return. Why are you always coming at me for shit I didn't even say, bro? Bro, I'm I just said saying, punt return. I'm just saying. They're still – they're all right, but they're both return men. They get into this. They're in the oh same category. 
Oh, my God. Okay, Devin Hester has the best punt return of all time. I can't even remember a Devin Hester punt return. No, Josh, I hate you. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with never you. I'm just going just with what you said. Captain Connie over here. You know Captain what? They call Connie. me Connie A. Smith. No, you know, dictator. if you're, you're Skura, they call Hail me King Connie. Connie. Hail, Hail Connie. All right. Well, that is certainly something we can't say. So uh, <laughs> we're definitely not doing that one. Um, <laughs> all right. So what? You had it. You had a I had it, Watkins. Watkins, and DJX. All right. I'm going to go Watkins. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to go opposite of you. I'm going to go Watkins, Shocker. Deshaun, and, and Breda. Now, my reasoning, Sammy's probably going to be a 1A, 1B type of person over there with the Ravens. Finally, Listen. The, the Ravens got him, got Lamar a nice receiver. So, you know, time for Lamar to step up. We'll, we'll see what Sammy Watkins can do. The, the health concerns are obviously there. Um, Djax, I'll put number two just because obviously he's going to get no attention. Uh, you have to obviously worry about not only Cooper Cup, obviously, like you said, uh, Robert Woods. They have the, a tight end. I can't remember the tight end's name because they got rid of Everett, right? Yeah, Everett's gone. Higby, something Higby. Yes, Tyler Higby. So they have Tyler Higby. You got to worry about him. Cam Akers, obviously, they're they're a run first team, so you got to look out for that. I think you know how, with how good they run the ball, they'll be able to you know make the safeties and everybody move up, so it'll give Djax more room to run. So I'll put him second. You know, has a has a decent quarterback now with, with Stafford, and then you know third Breda to the Bills. I I don't know. I feel like you know. It's hard to rank running backs when they go from different teams because obviously a lot of, of their success is based on the offensive line. And, you know, obviously the, the 49ers run game has been second best only to the Ravens uh, in, in the past few years. So it, it scares me when a running back moves from one team to the other, just like I thought everybody, you know, was so happy when Le'Veon went to the Jets and then Le'Veon Bell became garbage. Uh, so it, it's a it's a difficult – it's a weird thing. I don't know. I hope Breed is good for the Bills, though, because I think if you give Josh Allen a running back, uh, th- that's going to be a, a problematic team. Definitely a problematic team. Now, if we're going to talk about problematic teams, there's one that just pops to your mind right away, and we're switching over to the NBA with this one. The Brooklyn Nets. Shout out NY. They get LaMarcus Aldridge. They got uh, Blake Griffin, obviously. KD will be coming back. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, Joe Harris. I mean, they they got a squad. They got a squad. So give me your thoughts on this Nets team. I feel like we're about to hear Allen Iverson come out of retirement to go get his ring, too. You know, I it's it's cool. You know, I, I like a lot of these players. I'm happy to see James going to finally be able to get to the finals. You know, LaMarcus and Blake get there too. Uh, I don't get how people – Blake Griffin said it perfectly in an interview. Like, they're all complaining about him on the Nets, but the past couple of years everyone's been saying how bad he is and how washed he is. But now that he's on a good team, it's like, oh, that's unfair. I do think it's it's not unfair. We've seen it the past couple of years. You know, the Warriors had an amazing starting five lineup with Steph, Clay, you know, KD, Draymond and DeMarcus Cousins. That team's crazy stacked. And now the Nets are crazy stacked. And LaMarcus and Blake Griffin don't have to do what they've been doing most of their career, which is carry the team. 
they get to be like the fourth and fifth. Well, they'll probably be like fifth and sixth option behind Joe Harris too. So uh, I don't know. It's I don't like it because now it's kind of like you know the Lakers and Nets. Who's gonna win? The Nets. Like <laughs> it's just gonna happen like that. But it's it's cool to see those guys get a ring. It's gonna be a lot of fun to watch them play together once they're all on the court. Kind of get some chemistry going. Uh, I don't know. It's it is what it is, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wanted Lamarcus to go somewhere like Miami to, you know. I, see, that was the thing. I was super surprised when he went to the Nets because I thought yeah. the only thing that I was hearing about uh, LA was that he was going to the Heat. Yeah, and, and then that would have been nice. I got that update, and I was like, because okay. the thing about the conference finals, because then we could add LA versus LA, you know, Clippers, Lakers. That would have been entertaining conference finals, and then Brooklyn versus Miami with Victor Oladipo and Aldridge on the Heat. That would have been a lot of fun to watch. Jimmy versus KD. But no, nah, it's. I mean, I think the Heat still have a good chance to get there. I think adding Oladipo is huge. Bro, they gave uh, nothing for Oladipo. Um, that was the Rockets are the dumbest team I've ever seen. Avery Bradley and Kelly Olynyk in a second round pick for Victor Oladipo. Man, that's I, that is just insane to me. But I don't know. The Nets. It's gonna be if they don't get if they don't win a ring this year. It is literally the biggest choke job. Like everyone will forget Paul George at the side of the backboard because. It's the net. Is it though? Because I mean, it's their first year all together. The team, you got to get the team chemistry going and all no, that. No, no, no. 41 all star appearances yeah. of those five. All right. No excuses, man. There are no. Well, Mark Soldiers is like 35, isn't there? There's no. He doesn't have to carry a team. Like I said, he's a sixth option. No, he's I the know. Sixth but still, option. I mean, he's sixth option. You tell me because he's old, he can't Portland, be a good sixth option. This ain't Portland, LaMarcus. No, it's it's six option veteran leader Lamarcus Aldridge who's still averaging like eighteen this year. Uh, no, it would be a choke job. You know, obviously for me it's entertaining. I get to watch the Knicks or Knicks. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I mean, I can watch the Knicks whenever I want to, but uh, the Nets, I can watch them whenever I want. And you know, it was funny. It's funny that you brought it up because I was going to bring it up as well. Like I was listening to ESPN Radio today, and you know, they were like. You know, everybody's complaining about Lamarcus Aldridge going to the Nets. Like, that's the thing that you thought was going to put them over the top. <laughs> not Harden. Like, a, yeah, not Harden. <laughs> you know, even, even, I would say even Blake is, is better than Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin <laughs> are the things that you're complaining about right now. Yeah. Like, the, see, here's the thing if this was Lob City, Blake, Portland, Lamarcus Aldridge, I'd be like, okay, like, there is literally no point in playing this season. Yeah. Like, cause then at that point, you you legitimately have the starting five in the all-star game, but on your team. Yeah. It's a 35 Lamarcus Aldridge and no knees Blake. <laughs> and Blake like, got his knees back. You see that alley oop? I did. He and then he back. stared at the Detroit bench. Oh my was it God. impressive though? Was that was that no. impressive for you? No. Okay. You said he had no knees, so I didn't know if dunking was impressive. It was it was um it was a dunk that anybody need. Steph Curry could have dunked that. No, he could not. No, he yes, could he not. could. No, he could. Not. Bro, I've seen Steph dunk. All star <laughs> yeah, all star game. <laughs> Close yeah, Chris I, Paul. All right, exactly. So they could have so done it. <laughs> Stop. Listen, all because I don't get impressed by every little thing. That's, that, not, it. that's not the issue. That's that's not the issue. Listen, all because of the King's feet. Or have you in a trance? Stop. Stop that, bro. Stop that now. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they're stacked. I think they should coast through the East. I think it's, you know, who they're just going to face in the 
in the finals right now. And obviously the favorite is the Lakers. And speaking of the Lakers, they went out and got Andre Drummond. So now you're, I mean, you look at both of these starting fives. It's, it's pretty impressive. Uh, I guess we're, I, I, I mean, I guess the pick right now is a Lakers Nets final. If, if that's what it turns out to be. And we'll, we'll just play in the imaginary world where everybody's hundred percent on both teams. Who would you pick? Uh, that's tough, man. I, I'd go with the Nets, though. I just think it's not even because Lamarcus and Blake. It's it's the three superstars. You know, it's the pick your poison: Kyrie, Harden, KD. All three are having. If they're all healthy, even on the same team, they're all having MVP seasons. Like KD before injury was averaging twenty nine. Do you know KD's played like fifteen games since twenty nineteen finals? I did not. That's insane to me. But he did miss all of last year, so it's not that crazy. But, I mean, Harden's, you know, playing at an MVP level. Kyrie's doing what Kyrie does. I'd have to go with the Nets. I'd want, I'd obviously root for the Lakers because I'm a LeBron fan, not a worshiper. I'm a fan, though. Of his feet. Uh, no, I'm a fan of his basketball ability. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it goes six or seven. I don't think it's a sweep. I don't think it's a gentleman sweep either. I think it goes six or seven, but I just That's a weird way to say Nets in five, bro. I would not say Nets in five. I'd say six or seven. Six or five, easy. No, six or seven. Especially because my one friend is a a Lakers fan. He keeps saying, oh, oh, Lakers still in six. No. (laughs) I'm going. If the Lakers win, it's in seven in overtime. All right. Just listen. Just listen. We talk about the Warriors team quite often, and, and they deserve it. I'm going to annoy some people. I might get even get a reaction out of you. I think this Nets team is better than them. Uh, I don't know. I got to see them all on the court together first. Bro, Kyrie, obviously, like, I, I'd say a step below Steph. I'd say two but, steps below that Steph that KD was with. No, below any Steph. Kyrie's two steps below that. All right. I w- but then I would then say that James Harden is two steps above Clay. I'd probably say three steps. Okay. <laughs> James Harden is much better than Clay. And then KD's KD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Draymond over Blake, though. Draymond over Blake. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Joe Harris, shooter. Joe, Yeah, because then you got to look at the guys like Iggy, too. Iguodala, what he did would, for those those Warriors teams. I'm taking Joe Harris. Well, we got to see what he does for them in the playoffs. I think he's. I would probably take Joe Harris too over Iggy. But I mean, I he's a better shooter, no doubt. But Iggy's pretty much better at everything else. Well, guess what? In the NBA now, if you can't shoot, it don't matter. But when you got Steph Clay and Draymond, I mean Steph Clay and KD out there, do you really need a four shooter out there in shots? Hey, it's it. not like it ever hurt nobody. No, I mean, no, I mean, but. hey, we 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 said that about the Bucks when they got Antonio Brown. They were yes, like, we true. were like, bro, you got enough wide receivers. You really need them. And then all of a sudden he caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl. So, yeah. like, yeah, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. Definitely not the worst thing in the world. So, I don't know, man. I think, I think, bro, I'm just saying, if you could take, if you could take a Warriors KD, like before the injury, obviously, just to make it fair and put that Nets team up against, or put that Warriors team up against this Nets team, God, would I pay money for that? That would be amazing. I wish there were like I always think about it too. Like, why can't we get like 04 Lakers versus 96 Bulls? Why can't we get that? It's like we can never see something like that. I know. That. 
I hate it. Unless we're playing 2K. Yeah, and it's not even realistic. 2K is shit. Yeah, 2K is terrible. Although, I've been playing series with my brothers and his friends, and we play, you know, team up. Where, mm-hmm. you know, pick pick each position all that. Yeah. What, whatever team I'm on, whatever team I'm on wins. I'm disgusting. I dropped like, <laughs> I think, I think because we only play like three minute quarters. I played Steph one day, you know, you know, the old Steph, like 16 Steph or something like that. Unanimous MVP Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Bro, I think I dropped like, I think I dropped like 30. And I think my team scored like, like 45 points. I always go for big man and team up. I always go with Shaq, oh, you're man. disgusting. I always go with Shaq, bro. Finish with but like you know, 30 honestly, and 20. Honestly, bro, that's fine with me. because You can play on my team whenever you want them because I will never touch a big man. <laughs> I always go with Shaq, bro. Just get them boards and body people. Nah, that's bro, I'm fun. super good. Give me a point guard or a shooting guard or a small. I'll do anything but a power forward or center, actually. I can't <laughs> really? do it, bro. It's just mad boring. Like You just sit under the, under the you basket. And all, you block everything, bro. It's cool. Ugh. Or, you know, I could be Steph Curry and cross somebody out of three and three. Yeah, and be a ball hog and all your teammates hate you. Yeah, and then we get a win and you guys can all piss You're off. You're capping, bro. You ain't win that much. Bro, I, we literally won the series four to one. I don't believe it. We did exactly what the Nets are going to do. I need receipts. Way. I need receipts. Receipts, bro? That's easy money. Sniper, no KD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of another trade, though, the Bulls went out and got – Nikola Vucevic. Oh my gosh, I can actually say his name and it pisses me off. V- All right, Vucevic. Vucevic. I see. I, I I thought that was right, but I didn't. I thought I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah. So now they have you know a couple all stars with him and Zach Levine. You think they're making a run to the playoffs or what? I think they really should make the playoffs. They looked really bad in their first game together, but they hadn't even practiced together yet, so. I think it's kind of a pass, and they almost pulled off a comeback. But I do think they'll at least make the play-in game. I think they should be an eight seed, seven seed. I mean, two all-stars, Vucevic, is, he seems to get better every year. As he gets older, he's just getting better. So I, I don't know. I think they should be a playoff team. It's going to be weird to see how they use Kobe White now because Kobe White, he's he's a great player, but he's – He's tough to put out there with a guy like Zach Levine, you know, another ball-dominant player. He's not the best off-the-ball type of guy. He's pretty inconsistent, not the best defender. And Zach Levine is already a a below-average defender as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how they run their lineups. No more Wendell Carter. You know, Daniel Gafford's gone. It's pretty much Vooch down there. So I think they should be a playoff team, but I don't know. It's the Bulls. They seem to somehow find a way to mess it up. So I think they'll be a playoff team, though, at least a play-in game. Yeah, I think I think I'm right around there with you as well. Playing game, uh, hopefully a playoff team. Uh, I think I think it'd be I don't know, just a, just a new team to get in there. Obviously, the Bulls haven't been very good for a for a little bit now uh, since those D Rose days. But uh, I, I think this is one more like the, in a in a weird way, like one of the underrated trades that happened. You know, during the trade deadline, I think everybody was focused on you know Oladipo and and obviously, even though they weren't trades on, on what the Nets were going to do with the buyouts and, and this, that, and the third. So I think this kind of like flew under the radar in a weird way. But it's a good one, you know, the pick and roll with, with you know, Vucevic and, and, and Levine is going to be uh, something that is going to give defenses a nightmare uh, for however long to come. So it'll be fun. 
It, it really will be young. It's it's still so weird to me though, like talking about Zach Levine and him like actually being good. <laughs> because like I was just so used to him like dunk contest Zach Levine. Like that's the only reason anybody mm-hmm. knows who he is. And then like all of a sudden he, he was like, you know what? I, I think I'm gonna drop 35 a night now. Mm-hmm. Just a walking bucket now. But whatever. I guess. You know what? We're gonna find out. We are going to find out. And you know, I see this one here too, and I'm intrigued with this one. You have to predict the top five players in the league in five years. No, not you know, not right now, not even next year. Five years from now. Josh, I want you to go first. I have zero doubt that in five years, Zion will be by far the best player in the league. Dude is just unstoppable. He's just averaging like 28 on 12 shots. It's as he's shooting 60% too. He's he's unreal. He dropped, I think he dropped 39 on 18 shots the other night. And I think he went 16 for 18. I mean, watching a Pelicans game, man, like literally the only way to stop Zion is don't let him catch the ball. Because <laughs> once he does, like he just bullies everyone and he doesn't miss around the rim. He's like Shaq if he had point guard skills and elite athleticism. It's it's insane. I think he's definitely going to be number one in five years. And then I think Giannis is going to keep getting better. I think he'll be the second best player. He's he's getting more confident in his shooting ability, which is kind of bad right now because he's not a good shooter. I mean, when he pulled up for three for a game winner, he basically airballed that shit and no one was worried about it going in. But he's going to get better. So I think he'll still be top two. I think Luca's three. Uh, I think Lucas, Dallas. Hopefully, will get him some more help. If if not trade Kristaps or somebody, if Kristaps can't be be that co-star he needs, but I think those will be the top three. And then the next two, it's kind of tough to call because you look at players who don't rely on their athleticism, like Steph, Harden, Dame. They're going to be older, but their their game isn't based on like their athleticism and their ability to move. It's just about how talented they are. So I think they're going to be within there. AD is going to be right up there because LeBron will be gone by then. It'll be AD's team. I think he'll be four. And then five, It's I can't really decide between Steph, Harden, or Dame. I'll go with Harden just because he, he can do everything else that some things that Steph and Dame can't do. But I think guys like Steph, Dame, KD, KD maybe. KD's older than those guys. Uh, I just don't know where he's going to be at. Yeah, you know? UK got, got KD being a 99 at age 39. I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, I think he can still be up there. I just don't want to say anything. He's had two pretty big injuries like in these past few years, so we don't know how that's going to take a toll on his longevity. But I can see him being top five. I'll throw him in there with Harden, Steph, and Dame. But I definitely think the top three goes Zion, Giannis, and Luka. They're going to be running the league for a long time. Uh, you know, I think I'll stick with, with, with Giannis at one. Uh, no, obviously Zion's been going crazy, so I think that's the easy two for me. But I mean, listen, Giannis with back-to-back MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year, like you said, he's working on the three-point shot now. I mean, like, what are you gonna do if all of a sudden Giannis can shoot like thirty-four percent from three? There's nothing you can do, man. Cause... Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, play up on him? Okay, he's going to drive past you, take one giant step because he's a freak, and dunk Mm -hmm. it. And then what are you going to do? You're going to play off ball on him, and you're going to play far away? Okay, he's going to drill a three in your face. Like, what what are you going to do? And I think by then, obviously, the three-pointer is still going to be a a very big thing in the league forever. So I think he's just going to keep working on that. 
So I got to go with the honest one, especially because, you know, he can obviously play the defensive side of the ball as well. We saw that he was the defensive player of the year last year. Um, I agree with the next two, though, Zion, Luca. Uh, I, I would rank it that way. Uh, Zion's been unbelievable. Like you said, he can basically do whatever he wants after he catches the ball. Uh, almost made that game winner on like that lob pass, yeah. but he just missed it at the rim. So he, he's pretty unbelievable. If he, like I said, he's another person that if he just, you know, continues to work on a three point shot in, you know, five years, like we're predicting, there's literally nothing you're going to be able to do, uh, because he's definitely going to be bigger and stronger than, than the people that he's playing against. Uh, Luca number three. I mean, he can do everything. Uh, he's, I mean, he's the typical like point forward type. Of, like he shouldn't be a point guard, uh, like with his build. Yeah, but he is because he's disgusting. Like <laughs> he's he's an absolute animal. Uh, four four and five, like you said, you know, Steph and Harden and all them are going to be older, but their game doesn't rely on on you know the athleticism like a Russell Westbrook type of person. Um, I, you know, I'm really surprised you didn't say Lamelo. See, I wanted to, but uh, I I can't. It, I can say it about Zion because we got to see him last year and some of this year. But Lamelo, I don't know. I, I also don't feel like in five years he will be a top five player. Maybe ten years, maybe a little less than that, somewhere around eight, you know, seven years. But in five years, you know, 2026, I I don't see Lamelo being at that level yet due to Steph, Dame, and Harden still being in the league. Yeah, I, like you said, I don't know. Four and five, you can really throw anybody in there. Hey, Joel, I mean, there's yeah, going to be good guys. If Ben Simmons is ever not scared to shoot, he's Tatum. Be, yeah. yeah. See, but I, I'm not a Tatum fan. I'm not see, a Tatum I, fan. I'm a big Tatum guy. I'm not, man. I hate his shot form. That's one reason. I oh, yeah. Well, it is pretty. It's, it is pretty. And the way he – man, just everything kind of about him. I just really don't. But he's good. He's, he's what really a good. hater. Shut up. You want to talk about hater. You, of all people. I'm the most fun-loving guy around. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. I really am. I agree. I agree. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on real quick. UFC 260 will make Monique proud right now. I'm sure that she'll come back, watch the podcast. Uh, which, by the way, I don't think we ever posted last week's episode. That's our bad. You know, we miss that. We we mess things up. I blame it on Josh more than me, but you know, yeah, because Connie does everything, but it's my fault. I do everything for three shows, Josh. I need some help. <laughs> but you claim to do everything, so what? Do, <laughs> but you do everything. Gosh, you know, I just don't know how Stephen A. does it. <laughs> I just don't know how he does it. You know, yeah, CJ I'm Max Kellerman. I'm Max Kellerman. I want Iguadala. That's Bro, what I, I want. Can you? I can't believe he said it with a straight face. <laughs> so and like so serious. So confident. Like that. Like that was that was like. Honestly, <laughs> I was gonna make a, a joke, but I think it's too soon to make that. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave that one in the. Uh, I'm gonna leave that one in the bank, though. I'm gonna <laughs> leave that one in the bank. That was a good one. I pat myself on the back for that one. But uh, all right, we'll go to UFC 260. Obviously. The big thing that came out of that, Francis Ngannou is the new heavyweight champion of the UFC. Like, what do you uh, you want? Who's going to fight him? John Jones. Well, all right. First that, of all, if that, if that happens, we need that. I'll cut my toe off for a ticket to that. Oh, my God, man. We need that. But uh, before I talk about the Ngannou fight, Sean O'Malley. 
uh, he he came on the Pat McAfee show today, and I was watching. Oh, it. did he? I gotta watch it. And he came on there, bro. The funniest shit. He said, you, "Did you did you watch the Shadow Valley fight? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. You saw his first knockdown when he knocked yeah, him down and, he and walked off. Away. He said he knocked him. He said he walked away because he just dropped merch that says the right hand from Sugarland, and he knocked him down with a left." So he was like, ah, I can't knock him out with a left when I just dropped merch that says right hand from Sugarland. So he let him get up. And I'm then, calling I mean, cap on that, though. No, I believe it because he really did drop merch for that. And he, no, 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 I know. But I also feel like he definitely thought he knocked him out. And he was like, all right, I'm going to get another walk off. Like you heard it in the broadcast. They were like, he's just trying to get another walk off, blah, blah, blah. Well, he did get the walk off. He did get the walk off. I, I believe it just due to knowing how confident that kid is and in, in his abilities. But that that last hit didn't need to happen. The ref should have stopped it. Bro. That was a nasty right hand, man. He, it didn't need to happen. Oh. He was down. He he won the fight. He didn't need to throw that right hand, but the ref didn't call it. It was it was nasty. And then he hit the Kobe jumper at the end. So I, I love that sh- that performance. I think eventually I don't think he's gonna get a title fight anytime soon but i think you know he gets gets a couple more wins under his belt uh, i think he might get an i'll say this he's fun as hell to watch oh yeah pure entertainment i'd love to see him fight someone like mcgregor man that that'd be he'd get his ass whooped by mcgregor but i think it'd be pure <laughs> entertainment and then you know Nganu, that was that was tough to watch big stipe fan you no know, dude's the best heavyweight ever like just just what he's done you know uh, the, if he would have won this fight, he would have had the most title defenses in history. He's one of the best fighters ever. I think he's, without a doubt, the best heavyweight ever. Ngannou could be on his way for that. But, I mean, dude, a patient Francis Ngannou, bro. Don't get in the ring with him. Do not get in that cage, bro. That was scary to watch. I thought Steve Stephen was, was over in the first round. So that hit he had on his, when he was like twisted like that and hit him right there, bro, I thought he was dead. I was like, that's it. And Stephen just ate it. I'm like, bro, he should have fell. And then that KO literally folded him like a lawn chair, bro. bro. His, that picture of him falling down oh, his leg no. is like to the <sighs> side. Like that's a torn ACL waiting to happen. Bro, oh, my God. That was tough to watch. But, I mean, that's in Ghana, bro. He just needs to land one of those. And it's night-night. So that was amazing. And I need that John Jones, Francis and Ghana fight, bro. John Jones been putting on weight. Going to move up from light heavyweight. So, I need that title. Yeah, fight, all I'm saying is, if John <laughs> Jones moves up and fights Ngannou and he wins, I don't want to hear a damn thing that he's not the best. No, nah, because I, I think Ngannou would murder him. But if John Jones somehow wins that, I agree with you. There's, there's just now, no. I'm debate. a little scared that John Jones is gonna die too. I'm so little, am I, bro. I'm a little, actually no. I could still debate because Khabib, bro. Khabib is. Bro, no, I'm taking John Jones. Bro, you know what's mad funny about this? I don't know why I was thinking about it. Because, like, I watch UFC, like, randomly when it's on. Like, if I know about, like, a big fight's coming up, like, I'll watch it. I And I was just randomly thinking about it today because I, I don't know why it came in my head. But, like, if you took – like, how much money would you pay if you could take, like, John Jones and have him fight Khabib but – in a in a weird way, make either John Jones like it like, works, like it, it's fair. yeah, like it actually makes sense. I wish, like, dude, like that'd make the beep yeah. proportional to what his body is, but in the lightweight <laughs> way. If if somehow, so like Khabib, if he was like six foot, like six two, if Khabib could sudden, match up to John Jones, he would kill John Jones. You think Khabib? I 
Dude, Khabib no. is just a different animal, bro. bro but John his brother, is well, I don't know if it's his brother. Or not. Yeah, I've seen him too. Yeah, his he won this weekend too, Beast. And then he's training another guy that fought like a couple weeks ago. I can't remember his name. Absolute monster because Khabib's training them. Bro, Khabib you, is on a different Listen, I'll, I'll give you a word of advice, okay, to all my UFC fighters out there. You could all kill me. Probably in <laughs> oh, a punch yeah. if you wanted oh, yeah. to. Go ahead. Do it. Oh, yeah. If you see somebody with the last name Namurga Medoff, just leave. Run, run. Just leave the ring. <laughs> it's like, just like there's no point anymore. The no, family is like the Khabib's family is like a lot of hate. A lot of people on Twitter have been coming at Khabib about oh, his what? retirement. About oh, his retirement, they're calling it cap. They're saying he just wants to run away from other fighters. Like, dude, nah, Khabib's not that guy. He'll he'll take any fight at any time, but. Bro, like, who else does he really have to fight to prove nobody. himself? Nobody. He's he's the best in his division ever. So he Bob McGregor. Yeah, I mean, he finished Justin Gaethje's one of the most dangerous strikers I've like in the UFC, and he could be treated him like a rag doll, bro. Yeah, embarrassing. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, but John Jones versus Ganu be insane. Uh, UFC 260 was a lot of fun to watch, though. Outside of, I I really did not need to see Steve get folded like that. I would have yeah. rather it like gone to decision, Ooh. or you know, like the ref stops it like before that happens. But just to see him get folded, bro, feeling for Stipe. Bopped, and it sucks because I know Ngannou like he couldn't sell because Stipe is one of the nicest dudes. He's a firefighter. Yeah, you know I mean? what are you gonna talk shit to a firefighter, bro? Like, like yeah, bro, I'm fighting while you're out there saving lives. Like, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, what, what are you supposed to say to yeah. him? Yeah, but I mean, just. And Ganu's gonna be—he's gonna hold that belt for for quite a while. I, I hope to see some fun fights, though. Everyone wants that John Jones. I could see someone like Derek Lewis getting in there. You know, he's he's been on a little bit of a hot streak too. So I, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun title fights for Ngannou. But I mean, he just needs to land one, and and you're over. Yeah, it was. Uh... Shout out Steve. <laughs> you tried it. Shout you out tried Steve. It. Yeah, shout you out Steve. Tried it. I didn't see him. I don't think I saw him land like anything. Like yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I was watching, I was like, he never, like, there was never a point in that fight where, like, ah, Stipe's got this. Like, yeah, like going into it, I was like, yo, Stipe's the underdog. Like, that's mad disrespectful. He's the yeah. champion. This, yeah. that, the third, he's gonna come out and beat him. Blah blah. Bro, a minute into the fight, I was like, all right, pack it up. I almost put like a bag on Stipe bro, because so he was because he was did. the underdog. I was like, come on now, Stipe ain't gonna lose this. That's what I'm saying. I almost, I almost put. Something, something else, yeah. When it started, I was like feeling good about Stipe, too. I was like, Man, I should have done it. Maybe I'll do a live. Bro, like 30 <laughs> seconds into the fight, I was on Xbox with my brother. I was like, Yo, it was a good thing we didn't put money on. He was like, Why? What happened? I was like, Bro, he's gonna die. <laughs> he got folded, bro. Because once, like, once Agano hit that first punch, I thought he was gonna go crazy and Stipe was gonna sneak him. But he hit that first punch and backed off. I was like, Oh, that's it. He's done. A, a patient Francis Agano is a. Um, just a monster, bro. Shouldn't be allowed. No, that's shouldn't illegal. be allowed. No. All right, we're moving on to our final topic. My topic, basically, because Josh won't interject uh, with anything I say. I'll try. <laughs> um, baseball is back this Thursday. Um, I literally, I am so excited. Like I, li- like I, I was talking. Let's to you, I was go. Like, I don't think, I don't think anybody understands how excited I am for baseball. Like, we only got – like, Josh, you have to understand. I am so used to, like, that 162 schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, 
five months out of the year, I, I, all right, my schedule, I'm not lying to you. My senior year of high school, my schedule, this is also when Fortnite was popping. So that's just, you know, bring something to it. I used to come home. I would watch Ninja play Fortnite until the Michael K show came on. I was a Tim the Tatman guy. I'm a big Tim man still. Yeah. yeah. Tim plays a lot of Warzone. Funny guy. Great. Love Tim. Love Tim. Oh, yeah. Um, so I watched Ninja till the Michael K show came on. Shout out Don LaGreca. Um, then the Michael K show would lead right into the Yankee pregame show. And I never used to watch the pregame show. I used to shower so I could be ready for the next day and all that. And then sit down, watch the Yankee game, and then go to sleep. That was my schedule every day for like 162 games, whatever, all through high school. <laughs> and I got 60 games last year. Like that's if like the NFL was like, all right, bro, we're playing four. Take it that away. would be awful. That would be awful. Like I, I was like sixty games. I was like, bro, this shit is over in like three weeks. I was like, I can't have that done. So I'm very excited. Uh, you know, bad news for the Yankees with losing Luke Voigt. Uh, obviously, their first baseman. He led the league in home runs last year, so that obviously hurts them. But luckily for them, they were literally like an hour or two away from re- from releasing Jay Bruce, uh, and then they found out about the injury to uh, Luke Voigt so they could actually keep him on the roster until Voigt comes back. He's having knee surgery, uh, which usually sounds bad, but he's only going to be out for like a month. So that is very good for us Yankee fans. Uh, yeah, that Zach Britton's obviously out. We've, I've talked about that before, but, you know, and then obviously the other big news uh, coming out of New York is that the uh, Mets are working on a contract extension with Francisco Lindor. Obviously you kind of saw this coming. Uh, they kind of have to do. It's kind of like the Giants and Jets situation where they traded for uh, Leonard Williams. The Giants did. Like you have to give him a contract after you just traded for somebody. So everybody kind of knew it was coming. Uh, I think that they have the contract deal done already because, you know, in a way, in a weird way, they were kind of talking about the contract extension and why would you talk about it if you don't have it done already? Uh, and they said that they wanted to get it done before Thursday. I think that they're going to end up releasing it Thursday morning, get some hype in it going into their game because I think their game's at four o'clock, I want to say. So, you know, have all the Mets talk in the morning and lead it right into their game. It's it's perfect timing for them. They're on ESPN. So everybody can talk about that. Uh, but yeah, baseball season's very close. And you, and you know what? That was the other thing. I think it's smart for Lindor because next season you have a lot of shortstops going on the free agency market. I mean, you have Trevor Story, Marcus Simeon is going to be a free agent again. Carlos Correa is going to be a free agent next year. Lindor would technically be a free agent. So get your money now because apparently, you know, reports came out that the Astros only offered like 100, I think it was like 120 to Correa for like five years or something, which I know, listen, you want to give me that contract, I'll sign it right now. But for Carlos Correa, who might be the probably the fir- the best shortstop in baseball, like I thought that was kind of disrespectful. Like, I mean, you obviously just saw Fernando Tatis sign like a ten year, four hundred third or three something, whatever, a giant contract, and you're only offering him like one twenty. So, but yeah, baseball season is is right around the corner this Thursday. By the time me and Josh are on the show next week, we will be uh. Well, the Yankees will at least be three games into the year, maybe four. So I'm very excited. Josh is obviously super excited, as you can tell by the glazed-over look. Um, But, yeah, I'm very happy. Baseball, I've missed you deeply. 
Yankees for the World Series, baby. And we're gonna Go make Cubs. Josh. We're gonna make Josh a baseball fan this year. Go Cubs! Yeah, totally. Rizzo, <laughs> Chris Bryant. Right, Schwarber. Wait, no, Schwarber's gone. Schwarber's right? not on the team, bro. With Baez. Yes, there we go. Wilson Contreras, you know that guy. Uh, who they who they get from the Dodgers? Now I can't think of his name. Same as Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're right there. We're gonna have to stop the cap. <laughs> go ahead, Josh. If you really think Steph Curry could do the same dunk Blake Griffin did on the alley oop, you're just crazy, bro. Bro, you act like you was a windmill. There are four people in the lane. Two of them bigs. He jumped and caught it and dunked it. How Anybody many times? That, how many right? times outside of an All Star game have you seen Steph dunk? Is he a dunker? No. So why the hell do you think he could make that dunk? Because why? it wasn't difficult. It wasn't. It doesn't have to be. Oh my God! There's freaking Dikembe Mutombo yes, ready does. to block my shit for that it to makes be it a, impressive. a difficult dunk. If someone's yes, in does. your way and you're basically on the side behind the backboard. Running baseline, a running catching starting, an alley oop, catching start. an alley oop. No, it didn't have a really a running start. It was like three steps. It was well, three steps from the baseline. Going All right, that give way. Steph five steps because he's smaller. He's not even going up for that. He would never go up for that. And even if I he think, did, he would not make it. I he wouldn't he make it. that. I think he would. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. Listen, the Lock A. Griffin dunking it. I've seen it before. We all okay. have. He was faking it in Detroit. His mm-hmm. knees are probably fine. He was probably using like some red crayon to <laughs> to, to draw on the x-rays and things like that and be like, yeah, don't you see? Right <laughs> here. That. He's like, right here, there's just a muscle loose. I just can't, you know, jump right now. So yeah, listen, calm down, Blake. Okay. Curry could have done it too. No, he couldn't. No, he couldn't. I'm giving I think Dirk could have done it in his last season. Yeah, go home. Go home. Log out. Log See, Dirk might have been a stretch. Yeah. Possibly. Get out of here. Just saying. Get out. But you know what? Whatever. For you. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know. It could be the feet thing. I didn't even say that. I didn't even bring up. I think feet. you got a feet you thing. You pulled bro. that out of thin air, bro. I think you, you got a feet that thing. Out of thin air. Josh, you got a feet thing. I think you got a dead people thing. Dead people, yeah. Why? I think you. I think you like corpses. Yeah, big fan. Oh God, you're gross, <laughs> bro. Nah, actually, it's mad funny you say that because I went to my brother's apartment today. First time, you know, I had ever even seen it. I I'm looked to the left, very bro. I looked, to the, <laughs> bro. I looked to the left. Cemetery. I said, "Is this when you live next to a cemetery?" <laughs> I was like, hell I was, no. I was, I was wondering like, how Hall- you were going to tie in. I was like, in. during Halloween, bro, I'm good. <laughs> I was wondering how you're going to tie in corpses to your brother's new apartment. <laughs> bro, see, I'm a great storyteller. It's hard <laughs> to be this good at things. It really is. It really uh. is. All right, that'll do it for this show. Obviously, I thank the sponsors one more time. So if you're into the betting world, mybookie.ag, use code US700 to double your first deposit up to $1,000. Get your baseball bets in now. Yankees over 95 and a half wins. Bet your house on it. I tried telling you. Just do it. Uh, obviously, uh, MLB will be back Thursday. NHL is going on right now. NBA March Madness. So make sure you get your bets in while you can. Uh, next up, we have RX Hemp. RX Hemp-USN saves you 10% on your order. They have the hot and cold CBD cream. So if you're a little sore from life, make sure you go and check that out. Next up, we have the Teespring shop. Teespring.com slash stores 
slash unwrapped. Go check out our merch. Go check out everybody's merches on the live lineup. Uh, check out the network's merch. But, you know, hey, want to drop a few bucks on some Gen Z merch. I ain't going to stop you. I'm just I'm just not going to stop you. Put a little put a little cash in the pocket, okay? I, I would greatly appreciate it. I would greatly appreciate it. And then finally, the Patreon, $1 just lets us know that you're supporting the squad. $5, you get access to the Unwrapped Discord. You're your honorary member of the fam. You also get 10% off the store I was just telling you about. You get entered into a gift card giveaway. Um, and then the $10 tier is everything I just said, except the 10% discount goes to 20 and you get entered into our signed memorabilia uh, giveaway each month. This month is a David Montgomery jersey. Last month we did Keenan Allen. Next month, I don't know what we're doing. It could be something you really, really want. So make sure you go and get the $10 top tier unwrapped VIP. Check it out. Josh, what you got before we head on out? Follow me on Twitter at Jolin underscore four. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, Generational Sports. Uh, I was pretty busy this week, so I didn't post any clips. But there will be a lot more posted this week from recent shows. So make sure you go subscribe to that and follow the Gen Z sports account under Connie's Connie's beautiful face over there. Yes, sir. Um, as for me, you guys know it's good. Mondays come back for the show every week, seven Eastern uh, Tuesday, tomorrow. I got the hard count with CJ. We switched it from 10 o'clock to 9 PM Eastern. So make sure you're there for that as well. We are actually going to have on, I mean, I hope we're having it on. We planned it like two weeks ago, and we haven't really talked since then. But we're supposed to have Caleb and Sam on of Saturday standouts to, you know, kind of do their big board in a way, do a little mock draft. You know, we can bring the NFL side. They'll bring the college side. And then we're actually going to have them back on right before the draft, see how everything got updated. Uh, I think it will be a lot of fun. So make sure you guys check that out tomorrow. Uh, Thursday's backstop banter. Me and Michael do everything involving the baseball world. That's at 10 Eastern. Obviously, it's going to be a lot more fun now, baby. Baseball will be back on Thursday. The show will be Thursday, so we'll have some actual meaningful games to talk about, not some boring spring training that people get excited about for no reason. So make sure you check that out Thursday, 10 Eastern. Uh, follow my Twitter, Anthony Conover underscore Gen Z Sports. Obviously, like Josh said, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. We post some clips on there all the time. Uh, but, yeah, that is it. I appreciate everybody for watching this show, and we're out of here, I think, hopefully.